Hello, welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show, and it's an update on my 26 habit, and it's habit number 16, can you believe it? Which has been a spending freeze. Hmm. Now, would I have necessarily planned this during the sales when my inbox is full of, hey Emma, just for you, an extra 30% off, more lines added? No, I probably wouldn't have done, to be honest, because I've clicked on them all and felt very... I wouldn't say sad, but I've just been aware of the fact that I cannot. But hey, maybe that maybe that's all the more reason to have done it during this particular fortnight. And I have to be honest, the whole thing, the whole spending freeze has actually been much, much easier than I thought it would be. So really, because all I've had to do is just do a little bit of planning, which is a little bit like a lot of these habits. It's like get up earlier in order to be able to do meditation, go to bed earlier in order to be able to get up earlier the next day. It's just about sort of working back, figuring out what you want, and then working back to figure out the component parts or the things that you have to do to reach the goal that you've created. And it's been no different for this spending habit. So planning has been key. As you know from my first habit, I find it pretty easy to cut out shop-bought coffee but um, in the last in the last week, I have been carrying around my Stojo, which is the collapsible coffee cup, uh, which is an absolute lifesaver. It it just condenses down and it fits in um, the largest size coffee. It will be as like a grande if you're going to Starbucks. I think which is I think is sixteen ounces. But anyway. Um, so in the morning, if I think, you know what, you're going to get to the station or you're going to get to where you need to go and you're going to want a coffee, I just pop a coffee in there that I make at home. So there's that. That's covered off. Um, the Stojo makes it completely easy. If I'm going to somebody's office and they we're having a lovely meeting and I'm a, we're about to wrap up and I'm off, I say, oh, Crivens, could I possibly use your Nespresso or whatever coffee machine they may have? And I, I may, I may invite myself to fill up if I think that I'm going to be um, scratching my face, going, oh, "I need a coffee and I can't have one." Um, but I've also been going without. That's just to be clear. So it's just a little bit of planning. Of yes, I'd love a coffee. Thank you. Do you mind if I pop it in my takeaway cup? Hope it doesn't seem vulgar. Um, the good news is, is I've got um, <laughs> the 26 habits to fall back on. It's for 26 habits, darling. Um, you do understand, don't you? Um, mine's a latte. What can I say? Um, one thing that I thought I would find really, really hard to cut out was water. Because when I'm out and about, especially in the current heat wave, it's really easy to get dehydrated. And so I carry water with me everywhere. But if I forget, I will buy a bottle of water. And I feel very bad about that every single time because of plastic bottles and waste and what have you. So I've just been really vigilant about um, getting home in the evening and washing my hip water bottle. Now, the reason why I like the hip water bottle is because it's shaped a little bit like a hip flask. Not a little bit, like exactly like a hip flask. It's just about 600 mil as opposed to a tiny little thing one can fit in one's back pocket. And it's actually, it means that it's much, much easier to carry around in a handbag because it's not round and it's not, um, you know, cumbersome. It sort of slips in, you know, next to a diary and it's got it's rubberized so it doesn't slip or slide or anything like that. And as I said, it's 600 mil and you can go into places in the UK and I'm sure there are places wherever you are listening to this. Um, but there are places like Pret-a-Manger and Neil's Yard Remedies where they have free filtered water available for the purposes of 
cutting down on plastic bottle waste. So that's a habit that I was pretty bad about getting into because you just sort of think, oh, I'll get water on the fly. But I'm now going to be really vigilant about making sure I've got my hip my hip flask, my hip bottle with me and using those resources because they are available and it's fantastic. And, you know, you don't have to buy, sometimes you don't want 500 mils or, you know, a big bottle of water, but you just want, right, I'm just going to put a little bit in there and that'll do me for the journey home. It's quite good. I quite like it. I'd be lying if I said I hadn't been online shopping, but instead of clicking checkout (laughs) and putting things in my basket, I've been adding them to my wish list which in a few cases has given me time to think about whether I actually need something. And most of the time is, no, I don't. I also, as I said earlier, unintentionally tackled this habit during the sales. So my inbox has been filling up with all of those, you know, an extra 30% off and last chance to buy and Oh, the worst ones, the ones I actually hate are when you put something in your basket and you thought, no, 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 I'll pop it in the wish list. But for whatever reason, it sort of stays in the basket. And then, and then you get an email from that company or brand about 15 minutes later saying forgotten something Emma and you're like damn it I don't want it but anyway um I haven't been tempted by the sales this year um the 26 habits I did not too long ago where I whittled my wardrobe down to 33 items really helped me curb that habit and I now buy quality less frequently than quantity very frequently and you know that's the old saying buy cheap buy twice so I've just been um thinking yes this is for this is for the best just buy and invest in good stuff um as and when you need it let's talk about killing time now I often plan a day of back-to-back meetings in London and sometimes meetings wrap up quickly and so I have a little bit of extra time on my hands and that's when I might find myself rifling through a clothes rail in a clothing shop or browsing bookshops or pressing my nose to the glass counter at a jewellery concession. And that's when, you know, you can splurge a little bit or think, oh, well, this will make me feel good in this sort of extra half an hour I didn't think I was going to have. And to avoid any of the above, I have committed to walking and being a bit of a tourist and being curious about where I am and finding the nearest park, perhaps, or if there's any green space, just finding somewhere where I might pop off for a stroll and call a friend or find a friend if someone I know is nearby or find somewhere to sit and read my book or listen to a podcast, depending on my mood. That alone, that just thinking, right, I'm staying off the high street, I'm going to find something slightly different has kept me out of temptation's way and I do think has resulted in me actually not being tempted because all you need to do is go into a shop and shops are designed to entice you to buy but if you're not in that environment you won't have those sort of stimulus going go on Emma have it you need me I want to come home with you all of that kind of stuff so actually being a bit more of a tourist and looking up and going, oh, isn't isn't this particular street beautiful? I shan't be going into that particular department store has been a positive, I believe. But I told you when I started this habit that I would tell you about the things that I hadn't bought this week. So there's the obvious, the coffees and the waters and the things like that. But um, I've kept a little running tab in my diary. So here are some things that I wanted to buy or was going to buy and didn't because I'm doing 26 habits. I've made a commitment to you not to spend money. Um, the first one, denim shorts. There is a heat wave. I don't have any. I keep see I keep seeing other people wearing them, and my lack of them became something that I felt an urgency to fix. I didn't. It rained. The temperature dropped. The sense of urgency passed. Whew. And you know, I got over it. There we are. A piercing. Now, I have three piercings in each ear. 
And I wanted a seven. Seven is my lucky number. And I was with my friend Lindsay Kelk, fellow podcaster and best-selling author. And she's in the UK for a limited time at the moment over from LA. And we were saying, let's get a piercing, let's get a piercing. And I said, let's go and do it, let's go and do it. I can get my seventh and you can get another one. And we were very, very close to doing it. I said, I can't, I can't do it, I cannot. And then we got talking about something else. Um, actually, I know exactly what we got talking about. She told me how I needed to watch The Covenant featuring Taylor Kitsch, Sebastian Stan, Chase Crawford and Steve Strait. And so we had a very, very long chat about movies that are a bit like that. The Covenant is a bit like, it was meant to be the male craft, the craft. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I think you should all watch it. Don't have high expectations. It's brilliant, but maybe not for the reasons that were intended. Um, but there we go. We got talking about that. The piercing didn't happen. My seventh piercing, if it ever happens, will happen at a later date. A new lipstick. That was something I was really tempted to buy this week. So I'm on a roll at the moment. I very recently found my signature lipstick. It's um, from the Bee Beauty range at Superdrug. And it's a cream uh, moisturizing lipstick called Ooh La La. And it's the perfect, perfect nude. It just, it looks brilliant. And it's the color I've always been looking for. And it, it's as though after years and years and years and years of trying to find a nude lipstick that suited me, I keep now seeing colours that work. It's like a magnet for wearable nudes. And I'm a beauty writer and I often go into shops and just swatch things and just see what things are like, what textures are like of different brands. And I've been tempted so many times this week to just, oh, maybe that would be nice with ooh la la. Maybe that would make a nice makeup. Maybe they'd make friends in my makeup bag. But I've put them all down, left the store and thought fondly of them, but realised I actually didn't need them. I found ooh la la. I've got plenty of lip pencils that I can make ooh la la deeper. I can, whatever it, whatever it is I want to do, I, I've, I've got it. I don't need to add to it. I need to just slow down. Does anyone else feel like that? Like you, the minute you find something that you've been looking for for a while, it just suddenly opens the floodgates and you suddenly realise, oh, I need 14 pairs of yoga shorts or I need 26 white vest tops, all under six pounds from the high street. I don't know, maybe it's just me. Um, this one was a bit of a weird one, a back brace for better posture that popped up as an ad on my Instagram feed. And it was one of those things where it basically looks, for want of a better description, like um, like a gun holster. So it... Um, has straps around your shoulders and then it's got quite a lot of padding around your back and then it does up around your sort of high waist 
and you know all the diagrams and you see all the people slouching and then you see them with their shoulders back and I thought oh gosh yes I do tend to slouch quite a lot on my desk and then when I clicked it to go and find out a bit more about it it was like Emma there is a sale but there are only 59 minutes and 58 seconds left you better hurry and then I started thinking gosh should I get it in black white or nude which will I use more and then I remembered that I had been a sucker and fallen for an Instagram ad and I withdrew, did a backbend or some sort of yoga-y thing that made my back feel a bit better and I forgot about it. But it could be so easy to just do click, 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 buy and before you know it you've got an email saying your order has been dispatched. Anyway, that's about it for things I was very nearly tempted to buy while on a, spend, a spending freeze. But it has flagged up how easy it is to spend when you don't really need to. And I've had so many messages from listeners about this, actually. And quite a few of you have flagged up money managing apps like Moneybox for helping make the most of the money you do spend on the little things like coffee. And it works by rounding up to the nearest pound what you do spend and then investing that difference in savings or shares or whatever it might be. So if you spend £2.55 on a coffee, it will put 45p into um, an allotted fund that then goes towards something that will accrue interest or whatever it might be. Or if you spend... Um, well, you get that you get the idea if you spend £10.20, ATP goes to whatever it might be. And that apparently can build up quite quickly. And people are talking about having saved hundreds of pounds in a very short amount of time. Mintup is another one. I think that's from the same people who, who do QuickBooks, which is obviously a very, very popular um, accounting service. Um, not only does it flag up when bills are due, so you link your bank accounts to it, and it flags up when bills are due and various other bits and bobs that are are useful to you to know. But it also gets a sense of your spending habits via an algorithm and then offers advice to make better use of your money, which is quite a good idea. So it might say, "Mm, well, I don't know how I'd take it if an app said to me, do you really need to spend that? Um, But it depends what kind of money management you're into. And then another one that so many of you mentioned, and actually my friend Lucy is a big fan of this, it's an app called Chip. And again, it connects to your bank account and it uses an algorithm to assess how much you can afford to put away, um, whether it's every 10 days, whether I think there's an, you can choose the frequency. And then it gives you an alert saying, in two days, we're going to take this money out of your account and squirrel it away for you. And quite a few, again, quite a few people have said that without doing anything other than just linking their account to their app, they have got a little bit of a you know, a little bit of a buffer fund or whatever you might want to call it, which is getting bigger and bigger and is more than they thought in quite a short amount of time. So I will put the links to all of those in the show notes because you guys uh, who very kindly shared that with me have asked me to share it with the other listeners. So they will be in the show notes, which will be on Apple Podcasts, Acast and wherever you stream and download this particular podcast. Personally, I'm a little bit old school. I've kept a mental note and at the end of every day, I just open my diary and I just um, scribble in the corner. I have sort of a rough total of how much I think I haven't spent, which has been quite interesting. Um... But from listener feedback, it's become really clear that an app might not be a bad idea for maximising the money I do spend, but also making better use of the money I'm not spending too. There's a few ways in which you can make it work, and it's worth exploring, so I'm going to do a little bit more research into it. I'm really interested to hear from you. Do you have any positive experiences with managing your money via apps, written spreadsheets or the like? Like, how do you do it? Um have you not done it and now do you feel as though you should we can definitely keep this conversation going in the facebook group the link to join will be in the show notes and i'm really really interested to hear from you about this 
For me, I feel as though halfway through this particular 26 Habits already, it's opened my eyes to the fact that it's easy to fall into unnecessary spending habits, killing time, clicking on clickbait, marketing emails, which I'm very guilty of, but also that actually to be able to pull it back in a way that could make a meaningful difference is actually pretty easy. These apps seem to make it very easy and you can be saving and building up these little pockets of money that you didn't know that you had to save quite quickly, which I like the idea of. And look, I love a little bit of retail therapy, but so far I feel like it's good to it's a good thing to have taken a break. Again, I wouldn't have done this during the sales if I'd really thought about it. Um, but then maybe that would have been too calculating and not really an honest way of doing 26 habits. Maybe doing it during the sales when I'm literally inundated with all these things that I thought I wanted two months ago now being less than half price. Maybe that's going to help me build that muscle of not spending much faster. Anyway, let's continue the conversation in the Facebook group. The link to join will be in the show notes. It's been a delight to share this time with you. Thank you to everybody who's been in touch about this particular habit. I will be back on the next show with a new habit. Um, Keep an eye on that Facebook group because you sometimes get a wee bit of a preview about what that might be. And I will obviously see you again on the main show with another exciting guest. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next one. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.